Welcome to Elbows on the Table, uh, the inaugural named podcast um, by Foxtel Media. And as a fitting first guest, my mom, um, Allison Gregory. Gregory. Allison Page Gregory Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. Yeah, to be exact. Get them all in there. Um, so, yeah, let's jump right in. The first kind of thing that, well, we had a long conversation about what we wanted to have a conversation about. <laughs> um, and then we forgot. Yeah, so and then now, we forgot. So and now, now that we're here, we yeah, don't kind of remember. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, you know, the, the, the things that we kind of stumbled upon that were, you know, shared experiences um, in adulthood and, you know, things that we wanted to just unpack together that, that in kind of many ways we never really have, you know, um, is I, I think let's start with, Let's start with dating as a single parent. I think that's I think that's juicy and a good way to kind of kick it off. Um, you know, we you know both became single parents with our child at the same age. You know, Paige was three, I was three, um, and so what was that like for you? Is that that apple doesn't fall far from the tree? I think that's being a really nice way of saying Dang. like just like recreating your own trauma is, yeah. more, is a more accurate way of saying that. <laughs> And that this time living it out is going to be less traumatic. Yeah, it, yeah. So it was for sure more traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, that's not true. It was actually way less traumatic. Um, the first time around? No, the second time around. Oh. Because you're an adult and have like the skills to cope with that stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Um, we would have to check that out with Paige. A hundred percent. Full picture. God, that's. <laughs> God bless. Um, yeah. Anyhow, so I think um, so. Yeah, just just talk about what that was like kind of early on, um, you know, with, with a toddler and then how that changed as I got older and as you got older, you know, Could, because you were we've... how old, you were how old when you had me, 33? Yes. Right? Yes. So. So you were two years older or, or no, one year older than I was when I had Paige. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, ballpark the same. Yeah. General, general area. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so was it like early on? You know, when you were first kind of saying, okay, I'm going to put myself back out there. I'm going to, you know, like what were your boundaries? What were you looking to experience? You know, what were your like, okay, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to bring this person into my normal life. It's going to be separate worlds because, you know, like what, what was, what was your thought process with all that stuff? Yeah, I think I was probably not as sophisticated in thinking about those things as certainly as I am now, but as you are, have been with your going through it. Um, yeah, I, I think I'll give myself credit for that for the past year and a half or two years, although certainly early on, my level of sophistication left a lot to be desired. Very low. <laughs> no, but I mean in general. Yeah. In general. I mean, it was a, certainly a learning curve. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I think I erred in both directions, you know, involve you know doing the thing of you know and this is you know what the experts now say you're not supposed to do don't don't say oh I just want you to meet this you know important yeah you know I have an you know somebody that's important to me or yeah. I want you to meet him like like don't do that don't build it up like don't that. set it up like yeah. that just like this is Joe this is a friend period yeah like hey this is Joe and we're gonna go get a burger or, you know, yeah. like keep it like simple. Joe's burger stand. Joe's <laughs> <Kind of> euphemism. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So I probably erred in, you know, this is so-and-so and he's important and yeah. blah, 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 blah. But then I think I really tried really hard to not involve people. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think, you can correct me, but I think I did a fairly good job to not have a revolving door of people. I think no, they I, were like. No, I, I totally got that in other areas of my life. So <laughs> super glad I didn't get it from you. Yeah, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that I was, which, which I'm sure probably negatively affected my mobility in the re-engaging re in the, in the. Yeah dating life and all that kind of stuff yeah. so the what we what we did not have was your uh, I mean my single parenting was 24 7 totally. single parenting yeah. you have a different situation 100% yeah. yeah so except for some some years there um, where there was some co-parenting some, some co um, which in some ways was easier, in some t ways harder totally. to na to navigate. So yeah. um, in some ways, you know, 24/7 single parenting is less compli complicated. You know, you, you know what you're planning around. But um, yeah, so I think no, it I mean, took I think, me a while. I think that's while. contingent on you know who your who your co-parent is and how. And how you communicate with them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I, and you I, guys have, you know, you guys a, are doing a, a wonderful a, a, job. Just amazing situation with that. Yeah. Um, you know, it certainly didn't start that way, but it got there. Yeah. You know? um, and it's and 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 that's how it happens. It's a progression. Sure. It's a you know yeah. work in progress. Totally. But, um, so then, yeah. So it was hard. So I tried very hard to shield you from, you know, engaging in, yeah, in different people. Did you ever feel like? I mean, I'm sure you did, but you know, I mean, were you ever at points where, like, man, like, I just need like a week away, or I, I, I just like, man, I just, I just need, need an escape. You know, did, did you have that feeling Abs pretty frequently? Absolutely. Yeah. And for a variety of reasons, and you'll remember this, you know, um, when we were living in the house that I currently live mm -hmm. in and that you grow grew up in, um, we briefly moved out of it, mm -hmm. and I and rented that house and then moved back in because I felt like that was sort of a better long-range plan but for financial reasons we had people we had roommates mm -hmm. so they were helping financially yeah. but also there were other humans around totally to help kind of give me a breather yeah. Uh, Parenting-wise, and then along about that time, Grandma and Grandpa moved to yeah. um, Santa Fe, so they were a real, you know, sure. they were a, a real help when I was like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna have to like, yeah, I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm gonna lose my shit." Yeah. You know, you could spend a weekend with them or whatever. So they were a great, great support. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I can. I can relate to that. I mean, I think I think what you said is very accurate. Um, on my end, you know, I'm I'm the weekend parent, right? So, um, you know, I, that that comes with its with its own challenges, right? Um, because like you want to be fun, but at the same time you have to parent, you know, and 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 you want all the time 
to be special and unique, but at the same time, everything can't be. Disneyland dad, yeah. it can't be that. Can't I mean, that. You, it tends to, to, to be that, but, yeah. but you really need to be, There needs you to know, be like some regularity and consistency and just like things that you do that are, that have continuity between both experiences for the kid, right? Yeah. For the child. Um, you know, that, that to me, like understanding that, I think so much of that too is driven initially by guilt. And so you just want to like you feel so guilty about the fact that you broke up a family that you want to like make every like moment this like fantastic yeah, yeah that that's just so amazing you know and then and then you realize that that's actually you just imposing your own stuff and it's actually has has nothing to do with the actual like best interest of your child yeah right so how do you think here's a question sure um, how do you think the divorce and slash single and and parenting on your own having mm -hmm. to carve out what parenting is by yourself without mm -hmm. a mom mm -hmm. a per figure around you know. well i mean when i have him but sure yeah like how, how has that made you how's that affected you how's that made you a better person in your it, the broader it, part it, of your life yeah. or not a better person it has forced accountability that I kept trying to avoid. Um, I kept trying to, you know, be like, you know, I have to work, I have to do this, or I have these other priorities. Well, when you have no escape from that or reason to say like, hey, you know. I can't do that right I can't now. do it or I can't show up, you know, when, you know, you physically have no other choice, then you're in You've that space. You've got to show up. And then, geez, calm down. Yeah. Um, then you're there, and then you emotionally have to get there. Right? Yeah. And, and, so you have and, to tell and so, that to yourself. And so, well, it's not a matter of telling it to yourself. It just happens. Yeah. You know. Um, and and so, or it doesn't, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, that's the inner. What I'm saying is that's the inner inner dialogue going. I have to show up, no matter what. That's your inner dialogue. I, I wouldn't even call it an inner dialogue, honestly. I, I it, it it wasn't something that I was thinking or conscious of. Mm -hmm. um, it. it it simply was just like, okay, I, I kind of like stopped and paused one day and I was like, I'm a different parent than I was six months ago. Whoa, that's crazy. And it's been interesting to observe that. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Totally. And I saw that it initially, it's funny when you were talking, I remember a long time there where you were like not so great with setting boundaries and, you know, he was pretty much running the show mm -hmm. and, um, and that's changed, mm -hmm. which is good. And that it's, it's better for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's totally better. I, 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 I never thought that I would be the strict parent, um, but I'm totally the strict parent, um, which is fine. You know, that's um, okay. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really have a temper. I mean, anymore. You know, I, I can, I can get annoyed and use sharp language, but I don't like scream and yell and yeah, you, you don't. Know, yeah, and do stuff like that. Um, you know, and so I think, and I, and I'm and I've I've worked on being able to. to to do my best at communicating with him in a way that is, you know, digestible and like from a place of love, you know? So, uh, when did cooking for you, like earliest enter your, enter your life? And, you know, like the last time I was here, I was, I, I made scrambled eggs with a little page and, made me start to think about you kind of when that really formally interests entered your life. I was not cooking hardly 
any other than, you know, our, the classic I mean, I frozen manicotti and I'm, peas. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I think I was around seven um, when it was like a, it was like a cool, I, I, I have tangible interest in this, um, you know. Because, that, like, like what? Because I, I, I watched Julia Childs and you know, just like sitting there and like scrolling through the five TV channels that we had, you know, at that point, because that's what the world was. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, this holds my attention for whatever reason. Um, I can't speak to why that was, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, this weird lady with a weird voice, I guess, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, that was really it. Um, and then, you know, I had people kind of guide me through that along the way, but you know, that, that was, that was that. Um, so I think, what do you think was the biggest impact on, for you as a person, right? As a person in the world, how did being a single parent shape you as a person? Oh gosh, I think it helps. It makes you a really good multitasker. You know, um, I have this dialogue with with David all the time. I'm like, I tend to like get like about ten things rolling at the same time, mm -hmm. and I have a certain comfort level in doing that. Like, yeah. I, I really like that. Sort of the one thing feeds on the next thing, and mm -hmm. you know, so it's you know. I can relate to that. Energetically, yeah. I really like it, and it, and it it's an opportunity to hyper-focus, mm -hmm. um, which has been good for most of my career choices. Mm -hmm. Probably as a psychotherapist, I multitask is not so good. You kind of need to be there. Yeah. In the, yeah. Super not great. Yeah, like, although, yeah. you know. Good as a florist, though. Huh? Good as a florist, though. Well, and, you know, doing visual presentations sure. and, you know, that kind of thing, you know, being able to hold the, you know, it, it was helpful in a lot of different things, yeah. a lot of different areas. So, um, so multi multitasking patients certainly, um, and uh, I don't know, makes you grow up, doesn't it? Yeah. Real quick, next level. It, I, I think what it did for me is it, it forced me to reconcile what my actual priorities were, um, and then like, and then like trim the fat, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then. You know, I, I found it most helpful in it, like, forced me to set boundaries and to stop doing things that didn't actually benefit me, right? For, like, these, for, like, weird reasons, right? For stop. example. For just, like, 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 and I stop engaging um, in relationships, be they professional or personal, that, like, aren't actually serving me, right? That are, that are driven by, you know, insecurity or ego or, or whatever, but, but aren't actually serving my inherent well-being, right? Do you think that you erred in the area of over-involving him with people early on that maybe you... No, definitely not. Did, so do you feel like you kept I mean, boundaries? he still never met someone I dated. Right. So... Yeah. Probably pretty good boundaries. Yeah. You know? Good. Um, TBD on that. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that 
that period was where I struggled because because I, I, I on some level knew that like that wasn't even close to happening yet. Um, and and the one time where it got close to happening, it then it then it didn't, didn't happen. happen yeah. You know, um, and so that that was fine. Yeah. You know that that was never really a, a, a real sore spot of like you know like mismanagement or anything like that. I I, th I I think where I made the most mistakes was prioritization of time early on, where I would get, you know, I I didn't understand like how I needed to like organize my priorities as far as like having him first all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would get so caught up like in relationships or new romance, and then that compounded with my obsessive nature um, with work mm -hmm. that, you know, early on, he, he definitely got shortchanged before I like really like saw the level of accountability that was, that was needed, right? It's like, okay, these are the non-negotiable things, right? But first, you know, in, 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 in order to have things be non-negotiable, you, you kind of have to understand a way to set up your life that will allow them to be non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. And so, like just kind of clearing out a lot of that, like just debris space. for that, and then saying, okay, like this is what I'm gonna because it had always been work, and then I built everything else around that, right? And so then those things just kind of you know as work swelled, everything else just kind of got tossed off into different corners, right? Well, if he's the priority, then is if he, I, I mean this week is a great example, right? You know, like everything like it's about spending time with him, it's about being present for him. Everything else can kind of just take a back seat, you know? Mm -hmm. And so and, and it has, you know, mm -hmm. and I've 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 set my life up to be successful in that way. You um, really have. I've... Which has taken in my I mean, I, I not to pat myself on the back, but in the food and beverage industry to be able to make to a good living out. and to be creatively uh, and financially satisfied. And, and be able to be present for and him. also like not have a set schedule that's dictated by by someone else or by like a business mm -hmm. um, you know and, and and to have him be the center of that has taken a lot of work also let me point out your priorities are what you're creating here mm -hmm. both narrowly narrowly with you know, foxtail and various things, and and your other food endeavors, business ventures, v business ventures, mm -hmm. and you know, your life really consists of three things: that page, mm -hmm. exercise, mm -hmm. and the thing you've cut out. Can you think of what it is? I mean, there's a lot of things I've cut out. The main thing. Actually, no. You don't have a person in your life. Oh, romance? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's, when, we're, when we're talking about large chunks of time... Oh, and, yeah, sure. And, and, no, that, and but, emotional but, energy... Yeah, no, that, and that for sure has been part of it. I mean, something that... Because, I know, mean, if I, you had that going on... It'd be too much. Well, well, I mean, something that I realized... Well, and actually, I didn't realize that my, one of my previous relationships shined a brig like a big bright light on it when we broke up. I mean, which is to say like, you know, I needed to get my professional life like moving in the direction that I wanted it to be in and under my control before I was ever gonna be, I mean, available in a relationship in any kind of tangible real way. And like, that was hard to hear because I was like, I'm, because I didn't want to understand that I wasn't in control of mm -hmm. that stuff. And I, and because I, your I, ego wouldn't let exactly, you get there. Exactly, and, I, and, and, and that I kept making choices 
where I was like having this transaction of like giving up my freedom for like a bigger and bigger paycheck. <laughs> um, and, and then I realized like, you know, that's the one thing I won't give up is I won't be beholden to someone else's expectations. I set the expectations. You know, I, it's, it's, the ball's always in my court in that regard and I set my own schedule, you know? And as long as I've been able to maintain that, um, the rest has been really easy to piece together, right? And to manage. Um, but that fundamental thing of if I overextend myself with, with someone else's expectations, it's it, it's disaster for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what we, I have to say no a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, that's I, a boundary. That's yeah. a boundary with yourself. Like, and well, and it and it's understanding. You know, I mean, I, I there have been a lot of I mean situations. I'll find myself in meetings um, and you know people you know trying to work with me and you know I'll, I'll like very quickly realize I was like it's not a fit. You know because they're wanting an employee and not a collaborator, right? And that's not me, you know? And I have to realize that and say, hey, great conversation, good talk. That's either reset it or... Well, I, I think that if, if someone inherently just wants someone that's gonna say yes to their ideas, I'm inherently the wrong person for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not my strength, you yeah. know? I'm always gonna have an opinion. Yeah. Um, and I'm also willing to admit when I'm wrong or, or, or when there's a better idea in the room, um, but I don't often find that, that that is a frequent occurrence. It certainly happens with like a degree of regularity, but it's not all the time, you know, um, because I, because I put myself in situations where I'm working in my strengths. And so I'm bringing really, you know, well considered, I guess, options and opinions that I have a lot of experience and depth in, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm out of my depth, then, then I am, Hey, what's up, buddy? Yes? Can I help you? Okay. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so, what other topics? Oh, God, what else did we want to discuss? Um, hmm. I got, a, I got a good question for you that's kind of very relevant to me right now. When did you find yourself really able to like move past that kind of like inherent like kind of trauma and growth period and then like being really uncomfortable and like settling into a new you and then open back up to be like truly available to a person as a partner to like actually find love again? That's a great question. How long, how long did that take for I you? I think a long time. I think a long time. I think I found myself in years worth of relationships. Well, let's see. David and I met when you were 10. Ten. Yeah. Your father and I three split when you were 3. 7 years. So, there's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it could I mean, been. I, I, you know, there like, was do you think that you had, I mean, a relationship in between those two times where you were genuinely open with the other person and like felt love? Or do you think it was just part of the healing process until you met David? Um, I think... For the listeners I'll, out there, David's uh, my stepdad and her current husband. Yeah. Lucky number three. Lucky number three. 
I'm the marriage totals of my parents is staggering. I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping you don't have a that you don't do a number. Th you know, I'm already taking. I'm already behind both you guys. I'm already so far behind both you guys. That's that, good. You know. That's good. I feel pretty good about my chances. Yeah. No, I had. There were there were re meaningful relationships, but you know, when it came to thinking about really embracing a person into the whole fullness of my life and yeah. mine and theirs and that included you and all that kind of stuff yeah. I think that you know didn't happen I was David. yeah I yeah. was I was didn't happen until that happened yeah. yeah so well there's a certain amount of you know requisite compatibility there and yeah, and then that brought up, you know, and I wonder if you ever think about that. This, which is, reminds me, there was a point in our relation, in our relationship. It was, I was still barely young enough to consider whether I would want to have more children. I, I, did, I do remember that. And um, and there was like a period where you guys were like considering it, right? Yeah, a little little while where yeah. we were considering that. He yeah. has his two daughters. Yeah. And. and and you and mm -hmm. and uh, I think that um, I think you made the right decision. I think I made the. I, I do really feel like we yeah. made the right decision. There's always some bit of nostalgic regret sure. about what could have. Well, you know what that could have been. Yeah. You know, I I miss. Yeah. I, what I, that could have been, but I think that I was such a problematic teenager. That Ugh. you guys needed all your bandwidth to make sure I didn't. We needed all our bandwidth. Light plus the bandwidth of anybody we could yeah, borrow. Yeah, yeah. I totally. mean, you were no. not an easy. Yeah, I mean, I gave you ten years of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like fourteen to twenty-four. Yeah. It was like totally a disaster. Shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> God bless. God bless you guys. I mean, it, it, it's it's not funny, so that's not the it's, right word. It's but, not funny. But I. I think and David was the steady rudder with so mean, much of that. Yeah, you know, um, I, I didn't really, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, alcoholism and drug addiction were a huge driving force for me during that time. Um, and so, you know, on, on the other end of that, you look back at it and you're just like, and I really like look at my history and I'm like, you know, God, like 10 years of just like that. It was super, super awful. exhausting exhausting yeah awful yeah it's a it's a real drag to not like your child yeah I, I that's that's something that I think um, and you know, and you know I love you I loved you yeah during that but I did not like you yeah no I get it and and I mean for good reason you know yeah. I I mean the problem with that stuff is that you're never able to see the forest for the trees you know right. you're just you're so in it. So in it. You're so in it, you know, and you you think that you're, you have no concept of how negatively, just the simple decision of like, maybe I got too messed up one night and like didn't show up for a scheduled like lunch or something like that, right? You know, like, like, the, the, like the simplest flake out, how like, what a tailspin that that can create in a parent's life. Yeah. Because the way that you know, your mind goes like, oh, this, that, or the other, and then, okay, like, well, he's doing this, which means he's doing that, which means he's doing that, and it's just, you know, the places that your mind and heart end up in are just awful. We jumped into that, and I want to come back to it, but I was interested, interested in your thoughts on, do you think about 
having other children and I have thought and about you, it. And I mean, you sort of, for the most part, grew up as an only child. You have some half sisters that you know. I mean, have I call them, I call them your, sisters. Yeah, um, have enriched your life. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I think, you have an experience of both a little bit to draw from. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think that one is more valid than the other. I think that, you know, more than anything, I think if I were to end up with a person who really wanted, I mean, to have kids, I'd totally be open to it. And if I and and if I ended up with a person who didn't want kids, I'd totally be open to it. You know, like but to I'm me, not asking about what others. I'm talking about what you. To you, me, there's you, not a strong want on either side of it. It's not a, I really want this or I really don't want this. I think, I think situationally there are, there are pros and cons to both. Uh, I think that, you know, if I were to do that again, like the understanding of the infrastructure that needs to be in your life to successfully have, have a, a child, child for the first three years is something that's wildly undercommunicated. Um, and, but, and, but you know and like what? everybody polishes it up and says, oh, like childbirth it's and pregnancy and it's amazing. It fucking sucks. Yeah, but okay? also like people person... try to tell you, I just want to just want to say, mm -hmm. people do try to tell you that, you know, it's really hard, know what you're, you know, but you can't tell people. They have to live it. You cannot tell somebody that experience. Hard is a broad term that doesn't inform anybody's reality. A lot of things are hard, and people choose to do them anyway. Running a marathon is hard. People sign up for it all the time. You know, a lot of things are hard, right? I don't think hard is the right word to describe the first, I would say, three years of having a child. Let's include pregnancy in that, right? So, like, you know, nine months to two years old, right? What people don't tell you is the details, right? The fact that you're not going to sleep for three years, you know? Really, you know, you'll have a night here and there, but you won't get consistently a good night's sleep. You won't get eight hours of sleep for three years. Yeah. Um, the cumulative effect that that has on every single human's mind and body is devastating, mm -hmm. you know? And then what that can do to slowly wear and tear down at every other aspect of life and create tension between yeah. everything. I just thought of one of the hardest things for me when we were talking about like being a single parent, mm -hmm. like to figure out how to exercise. Like, how do you go for a run when your three-year-old is taking a nap for three hours, and you like you might jump out of your skin if you don't go for a run, mm -hmm. or you figure out how to run around the house two hundred times. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I mean, it's resources, right? I think. I mean, what I've done is sought out fitness environments that allow me to have him be part of them right, right? you know that's been really helpful which i did with you you yeah. went to el gancho exactly and and, Grew and up just in a these, gym. these two separate parts of my life have to be in the same space you know they they have to be able to coexist and i mean i think something that, that you and i both relate to is that we have to put a certain amount of ourselves first so that we can show up for our kids you know completely um, i think if you wear yourself thin and just always put yourself second then You'll, at, you'll actually end up putting everybody else second in the yeah, long run. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is a hard thing to say and, as a but, parent. But, you know? but I but, hope but maybe important. that was, Pat, that was, I hope maybe I, I uh, you know, patterned that for you a little bit, sort of showed you that a little bit. I'm sure The on fitness some thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, I, I mean, so are, I'm, I mean, both you and my dad were, have just been obviously always really athletic people. It's, that was never something that, like wasn't going to be a huge part of my life, you yeah. know, in, in, in a lot of different ways, you know, yeah. I mean, 
So we're going to talk about tattoos. I remember that. Ah, yeah, tattoos. Um, <laughs> so something you know, you, you've always hated my tattoos. I grew to like some of them. Some of them. Yeah. Yes, I grew to like this one initially, and um, and I think a, a couple of the the text ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I like your New Mexico. I like this one. Yeah. That's that's. I, you don't like the cockroach. I can't stand the cockroach and the hand tattoos. I mean, like the finger things and. Yeah, it's been a real challenge for me. Yeah. And we have gone around and around and mm -hmm. around and have probably consistently count on our biggest. There's an annual fight. Yeah, for like, sure. Oh my God, you got another. You got another. Tattoo. What's so funny about that is that half the time you say, "Oh my God, I got another tattoo." It's actually a tattoo that we is not new and we've already had a fight about. Yeah, which it's is, just is which like, is great. But it's I forgot. Like, we're really we're doing this again. Yeah, can we at least have a fight about a new tattoo? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's just you know what it is. It's it's the combination of of things, and I. It, it's it's, a, it, it's your generation's rock and roll. Just like your parents were like. This no, rock and no, roll and reefer. No, no, no. Yeah, you're no, that now. It's totally that. No, it's like it's a trendy thing that you, you are doing say, a permanent. This is a permanent say, thing that is in style now, but it's permanent. And is it going to be in style in 30 years? Most likely not. It's that's so. It's so much older than that, and 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 the history of it is so much older than that, and spans the globe in such a more prolific way mm -hmm. than that, and it will be around hundreds and hundreds of years from well, now. Well, I know tattooing it's has a lot. It's deeply embedded uh, in a lot of cultures. I know it is. I'm and, just talking and, about and it in is, our world now. It is not stylistic. Now. It is expressive. Okay. Now, the way that some some people choose to have it done to them is totally stylistic and does not have substance and that can and that's their reality they choose to live that's not my reality right. you know and 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 that's where we fundamentally disagree yeah. is that it's a, it's it's a creative expression for me yes it's permanent the discussion on whether it's that's permanent my... or not is like a really dumb conversation to have because it's there so like i don't i don't know why we're litigating the fact that it's permanent really yes i know yeah. <laughs> what's up dude Okay. Do you want something else? What do you want? Um, he has some of his drink left. Cupcake. Okay, you can have a cupcake. Cupcake time. Cupcake break. Do we do we have cupcakes? Yeah. Yeah. He made How cupcakes. Come? He made Fourth of July cupcakes for everybody. He made them. Mm hmm At his mom's. Mm hmm How cool is that? Yeah. So if you want a cupcake. You guys want a cupcake? Um, yeah, tattoos. So yeah, this has been a hard. This has been a hard one. I, I. Full circle. We're getting a tattoo together. Yeah, we will. Not now, but when it's. I actually got a tattoo gun. It's going to be my first tattoo. I'm going to give it to both of us. You what? There you go. I thought I said. A cupcake. That's a cupcake. There you go. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It's one of the ones you made. Love you.
All right. Great, there we go. We're all cupcaked out. It cupcaked. So yeah, yeah um, tattoos. We're gonna get a tattoo together. At some juncture, not this visit. I mean, probably next visit. Maybe next visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna... Are you gonna be a big wuss about it? No, no. You know, I'm like... Are you gonna get some text, a design? What do you think? I don't know. I, I have to, like a meaningful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love those the best. Yeah, totally. <laughs> really? I, I, mean, I mean, a friend of mine, um, she's an interior designer. She started getting tattoos with her mom around the same age. Yeah. And it's the thing they do together now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have to think about it. I like those ones down here. Those are kind yeah, of nice. Yeah, the foot could work. The foot could work. Yeah. And you can always put it like a little Band-Aid over it if you're like going to meet the queen or something. It would have happened by now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I worry. Like, what will you do when you meet the queen? Yeah. What will she think of your hands? Uh, I think that we live in a, I mean, you see now major, like, you know, ad campaigns um, with tattooed people now. It's, it's, it, it's a thing that is not really even counterculture anymore. It's the just next, a, go ahead. It's just a form of, you know, it's something that's broadly accepted now. Yeah. You know, it's it used to be counterculture. Even ten years ago, it was a lot more counterculture than it is now. I think it's really broken through in a mainstream way. But also, in Austin, living in Austin, you have a you know you're in your own own bubble here. You know, you have. I mean, sure. I think every major city is the same bubble as Austin. I don't think Austin's any more tattooed than L.A., New York, or Chicago. Correct. But I'm just saying. Fort you know, it's you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's different than sort of. You know, other places in the, yeah, totally. in, the, in the country, there's. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's I mean, I, I, I think something I realize um, is that, you know, that's who I am. And, you know, there's a certain amount of people that it's not for them. That's okay. You know, but if you're, if you're going to not like accept what someone has to say based on the fact that they have. Like tattoos on their body, that's a really narrow-minded way of thinking. That is. They make evening-length gloves that you can when you meet the queen. That you can you can have little buttons up here, and you can have some evening-length gloves. Maybe I'll just get those gloves actually tattooed. I'll have I'll get like glove cover-ups over all this. That that'll 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 be what I'll do. Yeah. Just to really troll you. God, that would look terrible. <laughs> um. Anything else you want to cover? I can't think of anything. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's stuff. I mean, we'll do another you, one of these. Yeah. yeah are, we'll are, we, are we are we doing good on time? We're, we're, are we we're almost at, there? We're at our we're at our mark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So this has been fun. Good. Thanks. Good first podcast. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having me. Of thanks course. for inviting me on your first podcast. Yeah. Totally. And, uh, good elbows luck. on the table. Your el elbows oh, are on, in fact on, on the table. They they yeah. all, all of ours are. Yeah. Yeah. So perfect mm -hmm. name. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, it's been fun. It's been real. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in to Elbows on the Table um, with Foxtail Media and Over and Out. Cool. Sweet. Awesome.